It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, of course, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcasts from. Well, I hope you're not superstitious because we are up to a Friday, October the 13th. Hope your day is going to be a good one despite the the date. Now, when buying real estate in Australia, it's crucial to consider the infrastructure developments around major cities. Now, you know we've talked about this quite a lot. Choosing wisely can significantly impact capital growth for property that you buy. Improved transport links alone can enhance property values and attract buyers and renters. We're going to be talking about this in just a moment, but you have have to stay informed about upcoming developments which can lead to smart investments as infrastructure improvements often indicate growing demand and potential for long-term value appreciation in real estate markets. And we've got a good one in terms of somebody that knows all about this. We're catching up with Samir Chopra, CBRE Head of Research. And a very good morning to you, Samir. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Morning, Craig. Thank you. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, great to have you on. Now, Sydney's Metro Rail Network is driving significant property value growth in the city. Now, this is termed as metrification, and your report shows that suburbs along the Metro line have experienced a 49% increase. We'll get to the 49% increase in just a moment, but metrification, I haven't heard that before. Yeah, Craig, I just um, sort of came up with that term. You know, we were thinking about, you know, just the big change that some of this infrastructure is going to drive, uh, particularly the Metro line. Let's just call it metrification because large parts, you know, many suburbs are going to get vastly transformed. They're going to look very different next year and in the following years to what they've looked like previously. So, you know, early one morning, came up with the term metrification. Now that we know what metrification is, it, it definitely clicks, I think, in people's minds. Now, I mentioned the 49% in capital values over the past uh, decade, which is outperforming surrounding areas by 5% on average. So the metro line is lined in gold. Yeah, Craig, you could, you could say that. The initial idea around this uh, increase in price growth for apartments that are close to train lines, particularly metro lines, came about from some stuff we were looking at in London and in Dubai. And in both of those cities, there were brand new train lines that were built and housing started to really perform well near the train lines. And it kind of makes sense, right? Like people want a, a shorter commute, so they're willing to sort of pay up to live in, a, in, a, in an environment where they can travel to work or, or travel to events very, very much more conveniently. And in Sydney, yeah, look at this stage, you know, there's about a 5% outperformance happening. I think we're still in the first innings of where this is going to go. I, I think, you know, as time sort of rolls on, that 5% is going to become 10, 15, 20%. The, these suburbs along the metro line, they're still ripe for very significant outperformance compared to suburbs. They're a little bit further away. 
Well, metrification, there you go, you've heard it. Uh, it's only going to, to grow as time goes on. And we are talking to Samir this morning. We're going to find out more about what this all means next. We are more than just a real estate podcast. We cover a multitude of subjects, including property data, current buyer-seller sentiment, and the mood of the market. Follow each week all of the main talking points and know your property. Well, coming up tomorrow morning for your Saturday morning property breakfast, we're going to be looking at some postcodes around the country to see what are performing and what are not. And three new postcodes have entered the top 10 list for sales to first home buyers. And that includes Bankstown and Condal Park, Homebush Bay, Sydney Olympic Park, Wentworth Point and North Ride East. East Ride, Macquarie Centre. So we'll be taking a look at all of that tomorrow morning. Now, if you're turning a year older today for October the 13th, happy birthday. In pretty good company, locally, Tony Collette is celebrating her birthday. She is turning 51. And to America, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's celebrating just her 33rd birthday. Sasha Baron-Cohen, he's having a birthday turning 51. And Rose Byrne is turning 44 today. Don't forget to subscribe. We have hundreds of episodes, all designed to help you better understand the constantly evolving and dynamically changing real estate property market. And Right now, it's time for another 30-second property tip, and we're giving you some advice this morning around your mortgage with Christopher there in Elstonwick in Melbourne. And good morning to you, Christopher. What have you got for us this morning? Yeah, good morning, Craig. Um, Look, a couple of easy tips we like to help all of our clients with is that banks love to see genuine savings. So uh, don't let your your savings amount just build up in your main day-to-day transaction account. Open a separate account, have a regular savings amount going into that account every week or every fortnight or every month so that you're not touching that and you're building up a savings buffer in no time at all. You know, sometimes the basic information seems to be the ones that commonly get missed and thought of. Yeah, look, that's right. And and look, on top of the, the savings focus, also just having a look at your credit file, um, making sure that what's on your credit file is what you expect to see and that your credit score is healthy and really giving that a good review. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's check on the weather. First, we go to Sydney, expecting a mainly fine, sunny day. Your high, 23. In Melbourne, cloudy with the possibility of one or two showers. And your high, 17. Brisbane, expecting blue skies, 33. And in Perth, well, the sunshine continues. Picture perfect. And your high, 31 degrees. Navigate the world of real estate like a pro with expert insights, opinions and trends to up your game and knowledge when buying your next property. It is a Friday morning, the 13th day of October, and we are talking about good infrastructure and how it can make an area more attractive to live in, which can drive up property values. Infrastructure can also boost economic activity in an area 
creating jobs, as we know, and attracting new businesses. And we're particularly finding out about metrification. Samir is back with us. And Samir, you guys are predicting that as Sydney expands its metro network, it will continue to drive higher residential price growth, shorter commute times and improved uh, living experiences. And I noticed that you've got some examples about Castle Hill and Crow's Nest in terms of their growth. So perhaps tell us a little bit about that. Castle Hill has outperformed Borkham Hill and Crow's Nest and St. Leonard's have outperformed Willoughby and Lane Cove. And this outperformance, when you compare against all the other suburbs, is about 5% at this stage. And, you know, my view is that as the next stage of the line opens up, and it means that people in Castle Hill can, can connect directly into the city and Barangaroo, I'd expect that, you know, this price growth will be even better for some of these suburbs People want to live here. And just to give you an example, Craig, so today to get from Castle Hill to the city takes about an hour and 20 on public transport. Going forward, you know, that'll drop down to about 32 minutes, thereabouts. So, you know, you're starting to save 40, 50 minutes each way in your commute. And, you know, most people would love to get back an hour and a half in their day. And so that's what we think is going to happen is people are going to move out into the suburbs. There'll be bigger demand to live in Castle Hill, Macquarie Park, Canterbury, Bankstown. And and that's what's going to drive the price growth in these suburbs. And what about people actually sort of getting on to this whole idea of chasing infrastructure? Because the investors do. Your Joe Average, probably not so much. They're not really looking for it, are they? Yeah, no, it's what um, one is, you know, just knowing which piece of infrastructure is going to be helpful, particularly around markets like residential. So for Joe Average, you know, typically they're more interested in residential or retail as opposed to playing in commercial markets or, or buying infrastructure assets themselves. And this can be a nice, nice way to do it is, you know, look, look out for trains, particularly trains, faster bus routes, anything that cuts commute is super valuable. Pe- people really, really appreciate that. I was interested to see that a significant portion of residents in in the near metro suburbs live in apartments, of course, with a high representation of Gen Z and Gen Y. Look, the suburbs around the metro typically attract younger people. And it, it's a virtuous cycle, right? Like they attract younger people. So we're finding these suburbs also have more cafes and restaurants, typically two times the number of cafes and restaurants around St. Leonard's, Crow's Nest, Macquarie Park. You know, you'll find more, more cafes and that, that then attracts Gen Z, Gen Y, which attracts more apartments. So, so this whole thing flows in a, in a nice virtuous circle. And, and the point I'd make with this, Craig, is it is still early. Only the first stage of the metro has been rolled out. Stage two goes live next year. And then the Parramatta link is yet to come. So, so this, is, this is still, you're still getting in. And like I keep saying, you know, the first innings of the metrification. Yeah, because I, I think if you look at just over the last couple of years, the way how property can quickly drive up, and you're saying it's it's around that 5% growth, looking at suburbs along the metro line have seen, this is from your report, a 23% population increase over the past decade, and that's nearly twice the pace of suburbs further out. So there 
in itself lies a little bit of a story. Yeah, look, just about everything is double at this stage and will probably be more than double over time. So, you know, double the population growth, double the densification, double the number of cafes and hospitality, double the number of Gen Z and Gen Y. So, you know, I'm expecting that over time we'll start to see something similar with capital growth as well, that capital growth in these suburbs will be running at, you know, close to two times the pace of suburbs that are further away. Now, mitrification, uh, you coined the the phrase and we're telling all of our listeners now about mitrification. No doubt you're talking to, to your friends, Samir, sort of saying to them, well, you, you want to get in these areas because this is what we've found. Do you find that maybe sometimes it's like talking to a wall or, or is there good uptake with people that you know when you're talking about mitrification? Yeah, Craig, look, I don't think everyone's fully come to appreciate the value of these train networks because, you know, it, it isn't it isn't fully functional as of right now. It will be next year, but 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 it isn't right now. So I think sometimes you are talking to a to a bit of a brick wall. But when you explain what how you're thinking about things, people start to start to appreciate it. It's similar to, you know, today if you ask the average Australian, they wanna live close to good schools. They want to live close to sort of good hospitals. And I'm saying you'll also want to live close to very good commute. So commute will come into your search category, just just like good schools uh, come into your search category. Great to catch up with you this morning, Samir. Great to hear that term, metrification. We have warned now. We have foretold the story to the audience. It's over to them now to sort of act on the information. Great. Thanks, Craig. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. What are your thoughts on adding an extra dwelling or perhaps a granny flat to an existing property to improve yields? What's uh, what's your takeaway here? Yeah, look, granny flats or ancillary dwellings are a good strategy that we've seen employed around the country. It's often employed to improve yields. And that's the the primary outcome that people are chasing. In Perth, it's almost like you're trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist because yields here are so high already. Unless you're extremely yield sensitive as an investor, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to be doing this in WA. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 